Okay, and welcome to another episode of Chillin' with Camo Claws. Tonight's podcast is actually going to be a pretty long one, so if I were you, I'd get some cocoa and some uh, cookies or popcorn or some soda, preferably Mountain Dew uh, mixed berry mashup if you want some. And I think tonight's going to be a pretty good podcast, so... This is what it's going to be. So tonight's podcast is going to be the great story about your camo claws and how camo claws came about and how he met Mrs. Camo Claws. So here's what we're going to do. Get ready for the longest podcast that'll be, and this is the story. Here's how it goes. It was a cold December night back in North Dakota on December 4th, 1979 when two parents, Greg and Marilyn Claus, were in North Dakota driving to the hospital in uh, Valley City. And it was a really cold night. It was like negative 47 degrees with a wintry, blustery, you know, crappy mix. And the snow was really bad and it was just terrible. And um, Camo Claus's parents were thinking that it was going to be pretty bad and they were going to have to you know, maybe park somewhere, but no, they made it finally to the hospital, and they got there, and so it was a really late night, like probably about 11, about 11.30, and so on this day, December 4th, 1979, Jacksimus Frosty Claus was born. Um, known as Jacksimus Frosty Claus. And he was born on December 4th, 1979. Now, Jacksimus's dad, or Jack for short, uh, Jack, his dad, was Greg Claus, and he was a carpenter and a toy maker. And he really did a lot of things with woodworking. He was really good with his hands. And, you know, he made a lot of toys and he made a lot of figurines and a lot of things using, you know, wood and stuff. So, I mean, he was really good with toys and, and making stuff. And, you know, he was a construction worker all of his life. And Jack's mom, Marilyn, uh, she makes treats and food and, you know, she was pretty much just a great, you know, you know, just a great mom, she, she made, uh, she, you know, did stuff with crafting and, and, you know, knitting and sewing and, and wonderful things like that. So, I mean, she also made food and she made treats and snacks like scotcheroos and stuff like that. Um, and my mom was really good at that kind of stuff. And so I love my parents, both you know, both of them have been inspirational to 
um, to my life, and and that's how the Claus, that's how the Claus family, you know, came about. Um, and then Jacksimus was, and then Jacksimus or Jack was born, you know, on today, and so I'm doing this podcast because basically this is the 41 year anniversary or 41 years old of Jacksimus Claus. Uh, Jacksimus Frosty Claus, so that's how he was, that's how he was. And I have become a very passionate person towards Christmas. Um, Santa Claus, yes, I do say that he is my cousin, but I spell Claus with a K, he spells Claus with a C. And we are related, we are, you know, he's my first cousin, and, uh, I do go up to the North Pole and I do meet him uh, every once in a while before he flies out, you know, for his big tour around the United States and around the world. And we have a reunion pretty much every year um, before, you know, on Christmas Eve. so, you know, and he flies out and he does his thing and everything else. And I get to go up and see him. But yes, I was born in North Dakota and I was born on one of the coldest nights in North Dakota and it was really, 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 really bad. And I've been living in, you know, back and forth from Minnesota to the south. Went down to Georgia for a while, lived down there. But I always, for some odd reason, seem to come back to Minnesota or North Dakota because we like it cold here for some reason, So, and it doesn't really bother me. So I live here in this cold weather, and I've always had a passion and love for Christmas. Always basically had it. My grandma, uh, Grandma Marjorie Hope Claus, she basically was one of the greatest inspirations to Christmas uh, forever for me. So I followed her traditions. Um, Now, my mom's grandma, my mom's mom, um, Grandma Hanson, she um, is, you know, she's no longer with us now. And neither is my grandpa Bill, but the traditions that they had, we'd go out to their farmhouse for Christmas and it would just be the greatest thing in the entire world. And they're no longer with us anymore in North Dakota, but I still remember them every day. Um, but uh, so... Um, I got a tear rolling down my eye, sorry. It's kind of hard to talk about my grandma and grandpa and my grandma, my grandma Marge. I kind of miss all of them because, you know, they're no longer with us anymore, so it's really hard to talk about them. But anyway, they all had their own Christmas traditions, and they made me feel really welcome, and I really loved my grandparents a lot, and they made me feel really good on Christmas. So... Um, that's where a lot of my Christmas passion came from was my grandparents. 
And so this story is basically about Camel Claws and how he became the person that he is today. Now, if we flip over to a little bit of history, we'll go over to how he figured out Mrs. Camel Claws. Now, Mrs. Camel Claws, her name is Joanne Box. Um, middle name was Ice. They called her middle name, they called her Ice. Because uh, I guess she was as cold as ice, but she also, they called her Ice Chest. Because basically she was one of these kind of women that, um, she was basically hung out with all the guys. She didn't like hanging out with women because she just felt like there was a lot of drama with the women and everything. But, but then she grew eventually to be around women and hang out with them. Um, the one girls that she had that she had friends with, you know, when she when she was in school, she told me that she rather hang out with the guys than hang out with the girls. But once she got older, she started hanging out with the girls a little bit more, and it became okay. But um, she was a tough as nails woman from South Yorkshire, England. Uh, she was born March twenty fourth, nineteen seventy seven, um, and she didn't really like being a chick chick she was into cars and getting dirty and everything else and she was really had a heart of she had a really had a heart of ice i mean she was really one of those kind of women that was just cold as ice you know and she was always you know never makes mistakes and she was always trying to be perfect and everything else but the thing is is that she wasn't like every other woman out there she was basically her own kind of person um, so she, uh, she, you know, she lived in England and she was basically a girl that was just tough as nails. I mean, she was just, you know, a hardcore chick. She had a lot of things about her that was wonderful. And the way that she met, the way that she met you know, camo claws. She met him on a, on a Jeep page called cop four by four. And we met a guy named camp Crocker. Um, camp Crocker was the one that we, that we met on his page cop four by four. And we got to know each other and everything else. So Mrs. Camo claws met me. She came to Minnesota, um, just before Thanksgiving uh, she got to, she got to meet me, and when she first met me, she thought she found herself a real man, with big arms and a you know a loving dex you know a loving, caring, heart, you know, and for some odd reason I just, I just basically did it for her. I made her feel like she was a million bucks and was caring and carefree, and that heart of, that heart of ice just kind of melted when she met me and she realized how great of a guy I was and she was just like you know I'm gonna marry this guy one day and I I said to her that you know I kind of beat her to it so I proposed to her you know around Thanksgiving in uh, Alexandria Minnesota at Noonan Park next to that little yellow house over there 
And I proposed to her in Thanksgiving in Minnesota. And, and she was just like, wow, I wasn't expecting this. And, you know, and, and that's how it is. And over the years, you know, we met each other. And Joe and I have known each other for 10 years now. So Joe and I have known each other for 10 years. And I started the whole camo claws thing um, in 2014 um, when I worked at one. I think I've been doing it for six years, but I, but I don't think I did it at Ream Kenworth yet until 2000 or uh, probably 2015 is when I did it. But it's been six years since I've done it, and I'll tell you, I've enjoyed doing it ever since. But the one thing about doing it um, that Joe likes about it is now she's finally getting into it and she's finally doing the whole Mrs. Claus thing. So Mrs. Claus's outfit is actually going to be different than mine because Mrs. Camel Claus's outfit is actually purple and black and she's going to get the same kind of green and red outfit that I have, but she's going to end up dyeing hers purple. And the white that's in the thing will probably turn to a purple so that it'll look like a purplish green and red outfit. But we'll see what happens when she gets it. I mean, it's going to happen here probably in the near future. So we'll probably post up pictures and show you what happens. I always talk about, um, I always talk about this, this girl named Ruby. And Ruby is my helper elf, and that's Joe's daughter, um, Ruby Claus. Uh, help, you know, she helps me with my hair. Um, she's also one of the people that has actually made it white. Uh, she helps Mrs. Claus do it and gets it looking really nice and takes good care of my hair and trims my beard for me and makes me feel okay. But Ruby is really kind of one that's, kind of likes to be in the back. She's not really one to be, you know, out there, you know, doing the kind of thing. And the one that's really back in the business and back away from it is Louie, and that's Joe's oldest son. Um, he's just kind of being his own thing, you know. He's doing his own thing, so he's kind of growing up, and he's kind of not into the whole thing about Christmas, but he understands all the hard work that it takes to go through to be camo claws. So, I mean, he's he's really into it. Um, so now that you know a little bit about Joe and you know a little bit about Jacksonless, so here's the story of camo claws and Joe, um, Mrs. Claus. So basically what happens is, is Joe and Jack, you know, they've been together for about, 10 years. We've been married for actually eight, but we've known each other for 10. Um, we met each other on a, on a Jeep 4x4 page called Cop 4x4. And I started doing the camo claws thing, you know, and Joe was like, wow, this is really, you know, this is really cool. You actually, you know, can pull it off really well. And, you know, I, I said, well, you know, sometimes the hair doesn't look right. But then, you know, Joe always pushed me. She always pushed me through to keep going strong and always believe in it. 
And I've been believing in it ever since. You know, I'm 41 years of age and I still believe in Santa Claus. And now that I'm Camo Claus, I say that I'm pretty much, you know, Santa Claus's cousin. And I love saying that I'm Santa Claus's cousin. Because the thing about me is that the identity of Santa Claus is that we don't know who the real Santa Claus is. We see a whole bunch of them at malls. We see a whole bunch of them, you know, dressed up. We see Tim Allen play one on TV. You see Kurt Russell play one on a movie. You see all these different Santa Clauses, you know, being played by different people. Generally old, older guys who are, you know, in their 60s or 50s or 60s. And they are white bearded and, you know, white hair. Some of them have gray hair and some of them have white beards. Now, I was inspired by a guy named Howard. Howard was a guy, you might have heard me talk about this on Tommy Lee's morning show on Z99. Howard was a guy who was a big motorcycle guy, but he had black hair and everything else, and he dyed his hair white. Him and his wife dyed his hair white, and he used to be the mall Santa in Alexandria, Minnesota, at the um, at the mall there. He was the the Viking Plaza Mall. He was he was Santa, and I met him, and I talked to him about Camo Claus. I played Camo Claus, I think, for one or two years. Um, I can't remember when Howard passed. I don't remember exactly when it happened. But I started talking to him about Camo Claus. And I told him that I was wanting to be a non-traditional Santa Claus that would wear a camo suit. And we went out and we bought a camo, a snow camo suit that that was a polyurethane suit. And we dyed it red using a stuff called poly dye. And my wife did her jacket, which she did it purple, and it came out really well. And there is a picture of both of us on our Facebook pages where we're married to each other. And that is the picture of both of our outfits. Now that I did the upgrades for 2020 for the new suit, Joe is finally going to get her suit done next year or at the end of this year um, because she wants to be a part of it, which I'm hoping that she really gets into it because people keep asking me, where is Mrs. Camo Claus? And I always say that she's behind the scenes um, because she kind of is just a girl that is you know, not like your everyday girl. She kind of wants to just be in the back and, you know, not be in the spotlight because she doesn't want to take it away from me, which I tell her that it's not taking it away from me. I'm glad that she wants to be a part of it, and I'm glad that she wants to be here because the thing is is that she's my wife and I love her more than anything in the world. Jesus, slow down. Well, anyway, I'm in... I'm in a guard shack and I'm recording this podcast. I'm sorry. There was a guy who went by really fast. Um, 
But anyway, um, <laughs> so the story here of this podcast is basically how Mr. and Mrs. Camel Claws came together. Um, and Camel Claws, I started playing it and I talked to Howard about it. And Howard was like, dude, it sounds really amazing. You should go forth and do it. So I did. I went forth and did it. And then he passed. And when he passed, I felt like he basically gave me the reins and told me to take control of the horse. Now, I didn't want to take anything away from the guy. I didn't want to step on his toes or anything like that. And every time I ever see a Santa Claus... If I see him at Cabela's or if I see him at like a Walmart or something like that, I don't really step on his toes. I walk up to him and I say, how's it going, Santa? And I talk to him and I have a conversation. But I tell people that Santa Claus is my cousin. Because the thing is, is that I am a non-traditional Santa Claus and I am different because I started my own thing six years ago and I want to make it something I want to make it you know my own thing I don't want to be a sellout I don't want to be you know owned by anything it's my thing I mean I went to Google and I googled camo claws I googled it c-a-m-o-c-l-a-u-s camo claws to see if anything came up and The only thing that came up was a figurine. Yeah, it was a figurine of a Santa Claus wearing a uh, camo outfit. Wearing a camouflage military outfit. And it didn't say camo Santa. It didn't say, you know, it didn't say camo Claus on the thing. It just said camo Santa. And then I decided to go back into history because my dad started a company back in the day, called um, Craning Construction. He started Craning Construction, and I, and he spelled it with two Ks, Craning Construction Incorporated. And I basically took, yes, yeah, so now you know my last name, but Camo Claus, I decided to make him have his own last name, so Camo Claus has his own last name. It's Claus. I mean, you just take the craning and change it to claws. So if you know the Jack, if you know Jack Craning, you know Camo Claws. You know me. So Camo Claws' name is Jacksimus Frosty Claws. Yes, Jacksimus Frosty Claws. So, you know, and, and I like playing this, and I'm going to keep playing this until... You know, hell freezes over. So Camel Claus has his own name. You know, Camel Claus has his own name. He has his own back alias, which I created, which I created this story for him. But my dad started a company called Craning Construction, so I took the name. You know, I took the name, and I took Camel Claus, and I spelled Camo, K-A-M-O, K-L-A-U-S, Camo Claus. That's how it's... That's how it's spelled. And so when I did it, I felt really proud. And I put that in Google, 
and it never came up as anything. So I created it. So I took the reins and I created my own business. And I make ugly sweaters. I talk about, you know, pushing it with Cranings Customs. Uh, Cranings Customs actually does the t-shirts and does everything that you can see. I have a T-Public account. I have a Logo Sportwear account where I sit there and I make these t-shirts on my computer and then I sell them. I try to sell them to people if, if they want one. I mean, I'm trying to make a t-shirt that says Camo Claws gives out free hugs. Um, I have a Rebel J shirt that says Rebel J gives out free hugs. I'm working on trying to do all this stuff because Rebel J is a comic book character from a comic book that I'm working on. But the thing is, is that right now with Camo Claws, I'm basically just trying to get Camo Claws to take off. Because I think that Camo Claws is actually going to go farther than a lot more other things. You know, I did have a car, a car club called Tracks Revolution, which that kind of fell apart. So, I'm not even going to worry about Tracks Revolution right now. But, I'm going to worry more about Camo Claws. So, Camo Claws and Miss Camo Claws, now we've been together. Joe and I have been together. We This will be our anniversary coming up on the 29th of December. Um, we've been married. We'll be married for eight years. We've known each other for ten. And so... And so... I think that, you know, that she really wants to be a part of the whole camo clause thing. This is her first year of having a Facebook page. So next year she'll get her suit and everything else and she'll start going along with me doing it because she'll be more prepared for it. Um, but I just want you guys to understand that I do appreciate the love and support. Um, you know, I do appreciate the love and support that you guys give us for this camel claws thing. I mean, I know again that I'm not your traditional Santa Claus, but I'm a part of the, the whole thing, even if I'm dressing in a different outfit. When I, I talked to this one guy one day, he came up to me and said his name was Tom. And he plays a Santa Claus, and he's he's an older gentleman, probably, you know, maybe 50s in his 60s. But he's an older gentleman, and he saw me one day, and he told me that I had the demeanor of a Santa Claus. He said, my eyes are blue, so I have that look. And he was like, you know, you really have that look about being a Santa Claus. And that's the same thing Howard told me. Howard told me, he was like, you have the same look about a Santa Claus. And he said, even if you, even if you call yourself Camo Claus, even if you call yourself Camo Claus and everything else, you still have a backstory. You still have a way to make it your own thing. You still have a way to make it so that you have it done and that you have it going to where it's all about you. So, 
the one thing about it is, is now that you're throwing Mrs. Claus into the whole thing, which actually makes it feel a lot more, you know, it feels, it makes it feel better that she's a part of it because, you know, when she was in the backdrop, it didn't really feel like she was there. She felt like, you know, it was really just missing. And if you guys watch the movie, The Christmas Chronicles 2, you'll see that with Kurt Russell and, and with Goldie Hawn, how those two are playing, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Claus, but they basically have that bond with each other that, that my wife and I have, that, you know, that Joe and I have. And we love each other more than anything in the world. I mean, if I was able to do camo claws all year round, and I had my own farm, and I had my own place, I mean, I even have an idea for a place called Camel Claws Lane, which is basically a big, huge farmhouse out in the middle of Colorado or Colorado or Minnesota. And it's a big farmhouse. And basically, it's got Camel Claws' village. And, you know, it's got, it's, it's got Claws. It's got Camel Claws Lane and Mrs. Claus's village and, you know, and Mrs. Claus's cookie shop or, or sweets and shop and everything else. And she can do her own thing, you know, and we can make toys and have outdoor stuff. And have like, you know, basically like a Cabela's or a Bass Pro shop there for the outdoorsy people. Because I like the outdoors. I do like the outdoors. I do like tree stands and everything else. Now, people ask me if I'm, a vet, if I'm an avid hunter. Well, if I ever had time to go hunting, I would probably go out and go hunting. Um, I would probably use a bow or if, or if I could, I'd probably use a crossbow. To go hunting because I like crossbows. I think they're really nice. I think you just pull that sucker back and just hold on to it and put a bolt through an animal. Which a lot of people would say that that's kind of a better way of shooting because one, you're not taking a bullet out of an animal or you're not pulling BBs out of a, you know, out of a deer. But I'm not really one of those kind of people to go hunting yet. I haven't ever been able to go hunting yet. So it'll happen one day. But the thing is, is I'm just going to let it take its time right now and just be myself. So, um, so Camo Claus is really just an outdoorsy kind of guy who likes being out in the country. I wouldn't mind, you know living in an RV for a couple of years out in the country, living in a tent, you know, as long as I got a lot of sleeping bags and, you know, a lot of warm clothes and I'm with the person that I love, I could be outside all year long. Now, Joe, on the other hand, I'm not really sure, but I'm not going to make her do it. I mean, if she wants to come out and do it, she will, you know, she'll, she'll do it. But anyway, so 
with this whole camo claws thing, you know, I'm also trying to do my own music. I try to do my own music. I try to change a lot of the songs that talk about Santa Claus. I try to change those to camo claws. And I try to make them my own thing. I try to make them my own song. Which means I'm actually trying to sing them um, like a karaoke style. But, you know, changing the, the names, you know, from Santa Claus to Camo Claus. And, or I'm trying to write my own music, which is really kind of hard right now. But if I had my own place where I could go to do my own Camo Claus thing and be there for a long time, this is exactly what I want to do. Now, yes, I do go through a transformation. At Christmas time, or after Thanksgiving, yes, I do dye my hair. And then, when the end of December comes along, I'm back to a blackish or brownish style hair color. Um, or I'm going back to darker. Um, and the reasoning is, is because I go through a transformation. Basically, I said that at Christmas time, Camo Claus would go through a transformation where his beard would actually turn white and his hair would turn white because of how cold it was when he was born. Meaning that he did have a transformation because of how cold it gets. The pigments in his hair and the body disappear and turn white but if you look at me you can see that I have brown on my arms and everywhere else but that's got to get really close but yes my hair is dyed and the thing is is that I do it every year but I enjoy doing this camo claws thing and being a cousin to Santa Claus now Santa Claus has his own thing. If y'all want to meet Santa Claus, if y'all want to hear about Santa Claus, Google Santa Claus. I can put in a good word for you and tell him how, tell him who you guys are and what's going on. But the thing is, is every time I start to talk to him about it, he already knows. He, you know, like I said, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Now, he doesn't get mad at me for helping him out because he doesn't get mad at the mall Santas that help him out. He doesn't get mad at the guys that are non-traditional or well, that play uh, that play traditional Santa Clauses, but he doesn't get mad at them. He understands. The real Santa, my cousin, is actually living in the North Pole. He works 364 days out of the year getting ready for to take that flight. He's checking a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty or nice. And he flies around the world one day, you know, delivering presents to all good boys and girls using trolls. Or using, not trolls, but using elves. Sorry, not trolls. He uses elves. The elves help him, you know, throw the presents. Some of the elves help him. Some of the elves stay back and make the toys. So I'm going to tell you that Camo Claus 
basically knows all this because he's seen it happen. But I'm going to tell you right now that I don't have a direct line. I don't have a direct line to Santa Claus. And if I did, would I give it to you? Probably not. Because the thing is, is Camo Claus and Santa Claus have a really tight bond where we just talk to each other about things. He says, yeah, you can tell people about me, but don't tell them everything. And I basically try to just be a little hush-hush about the whole thing. You know, whatever age you want to stop believing Santa Claus is the age that you start to realize to yourself that it's not really fun and then Christmas to you just becomes another day. But I'm 41 years of age and I still believe in Santa Claus. I mean, just because I play Camo Claus doesn't mean I stop believing in Santa. Because I believe that there's got to be somebody around here that flies around the world and does things. I mean, but if he brings you presents and you believe in him, the presents just light the, the... Christmas, to be quite honest with you, is not about possessions and gifts. It's about the joy of family and about being together. Some people say that Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, yeah, Jesus can be the reason for the season if you believe in him. Just like you believe in Jesus or you believe in Santa Claus. And like I said before in one of my other podcasts, we believe in Yule. We believe that Odin used to fly around on an eight-legged horse and deliver trinkets and gifts and stuff to good kids. And if they were bad kids, if they were really naughty kids, Krampus would come at night and straighten the kids out. Scare the crap out of them and give them coal. Or give them, you know, a yelling or a stern talking to. He wouldn't kill them. He'd give them a stern talking to. Scare the crap out of them is what he would do. That's what Krampus would do. Krampus would come along and scare the crap out of these kids that didn't believe. But then, you know, over time, people have changed the way things are. They don't believe in Yule anymore. They don't believe in it because everybody believes that it's a Christian holiday because of a guy named St. Nicholas. Well, the thing is, is that, yes, whatever book you read, if you believe in God, you believe in St. Nicholas. If you believe in Odin, you believe in Yule. But the thing is, is that that's up for you guys to make your choice. Don't do it just because Camel Claus says to do it. You take your own choice for your own religion. Okay, we'll all be here in the long run and we'll do it our and we'll do what we have to do. That's our opinion. But this story right here is about how Camo Claus and Mrs. Claus are now coming together and doing this Santa Claus thing for you guys because that's how we want it to be. We want to be here for you guys. I had the joy of meeting a little boy uh, yesterday. Um, he's one of my best friends' sons. Or he's my best friend's son. 
um, Denny, Denny Dodson, his son Judah is such a beautiful little kid, such a great kid, has a big heart on his head, and you know, he's such a wonderful kid, and I got to meet him again for the second time as playing Camo Claus. I met him when he was five, and he was really enlightened about it and really excited about it. And then I met him when I was seven, and he just could not believe it. He just could not believe how I was there again, and I showed up, and it was really fun, and I enjoyed it. The pictures are actually up on my Facebook page, and I do appreciate um, being able to go see him. And so now, with what's going on with Cabela's, and what's going on with all of this stuff with these virtual visits from Santa and everything. So they're having virtual visits from Santa and they're having virtual visits, you know, which is not the same. But due to COVID-19, they don't want people going to people's houses and social dis. They want social distancing. Well, Camel Claws will wear a mask if you want them to wear one. But I'm all about interaction. I mean, if you want me to come to your house and see you, I will come to your house. Just message me. Just talk to me. If you want me to do a video chat with the kids, I'll do a video chat with the kids. But I'm telling you right now, Camel Claus is different than Santa Claus. I will tell them about Santa Claus, but I will tell them about what he's doing because 90% of the time, he's busy. He will not be available to talk unless he can come down from his list and talk. He'll say three to four minutes, and that's about it. But some people have him in malls. They have him in malls behind plexiglass. And that it's not fair to see him because he doesn't want to give kids COVID. He doesn't want people to get sick or anything. So he's basically doing this out of the kindness of his heart, just like everyone else is. But anyway, so Mrs. Camo Claus. Mrs. Camo Claus is going to get her suit, and she'll be with me next year. She'll be walking around and going to places just like I was. And if you see her, tell her hi. Tell her, hey, nice outfit. Tell her, you know, how's things going? You know, ask her things. She'll tell you how I'm doing because she knows me better than anybody else. So all I want to say is that, you know, from now on, from here on out, this camo clause thing is going to be something that is going to be done every year after Thanksgiving. We're going to start doing it. So if you guys want me to come see you or do you want to book me y'all can book me now do I work for money no I do it for the kindness of my heart because the thing is is I'm not a sellout but I just would love it if people you know would love to understand Christmas if you don't want to understand Christmas then don't talk to me but hey I'm here for the people I love everyone 
And I just want to tell you Merry Christmas and have a good New Year. Have a safe Yule. Have a great time. Always love one another, even if it is your next of kin. But also if it's your next door neighbor. I mean, we are people in this world that are going through a lot of junk right now. And we need to get out of this whole pandemic and get back to living our lives. So if there's only one way to do it, do it through the joys of Christmas and being happy. And as I finish off tonight with this podcast, being that it is almost 44 minutes long, I really do say one thing. Go out there and have fun. Go out there and be happy. Go out there and be, you know, next door neighbors that love each other. I mean, you know, you don't have to, like, wipe the guy's butt. But, I mean, learn to love your neighbor. Learn to appreciate your neighbor. Bring your neighbor over for steaks. Bring your neighbor over for a beer every once in a while. You know, always live your lives like a family, like a big family. It's basically how I say it. But anyway, so... This story is about Mrs. Camel Claus and Camel Claus, Mr. and Mrs. Camel Claus, and about how we met. And you know, we're going to be here for a very long time. And we'll always be around if y'all want us to be around. Because we love doing it everywhere we go. We put a smile on someone's face. Thanks again for the love and respect. Merry Christmas and have a happy, safe New Year. Love everyone and much love from everyone here at Camo Claus Incorporated. Thank you and have a good night.